Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirits. I hope you are blessed and encouraged in Yahovah today as we take time in the Word and press in. And what are we sharing on? We're on part four of rehearsing Elohim's deliverance. And, you know, I really believe this message is an important message to uh, help you overcome. I believe there's many people who are stuck in a place where they just don't know how to respond. They don't know how to deal with the challenges of life. You might be going through um, situations and, you know, what does the word say? No temptation has seized you except what is common to man, but Elohim is faithful and just. He'll provide a way for you to stand up under it. And it's vitally important in these days that we are encouraged in the scriptures, that we stand upon the promises of Yehovah. So we're on part four today of this message in chapter 18. And it really has been an incredible journey as we've gone through the different steps over the past three teachings here. You know, what do we see uh, at the beginning of this teaching we see the importance of who is Elohim to me? Who is God to me? And, you know, he says, you're my rock, you're my fortress, you're my deliverer, you're my my uh, rock, my refuge, my shield, my horn of salvation, my stronghold. And we see such an important introduction um, to this victory, Sam. But I want you to picture what David went through in the midst of this uh, teaching, in the midst of this declaration. Over 15 years, David had been oppressed, pushed down, uh, pressed on every time. He did not know if he was going to make it through this life other than standing upon the promises of the word of Yehovah. And what I want us to get hold of today is that we need the word of Elohim. You need God's word for your life. You're not called to be aimlessly going through life without a clear word from Yehovah. What's your purpose? What's your reason? Why are you here today? What is the Father saying to you? So I appreciate those who are joining in. If you're tuning in, just give us a shout out on the comment section for those who are with us live. I see we've got Russell with us in the UK. Welcome, Russell. Thanks for joining with us. And uh, just uh, give us a shout out. Let us know you're watching. If you're watching on YouTube, I encourage you to put the thumbs up and share with others as well as we go into this message. But like I said, it's such an important psalm. It's an important message that I want us to get a hold of. That's why we're laboring over this a little bit longer than we would normally do, because I want this word to sink in. I want us to be in a place where we're not just thinking about the deliverance of Yehovah. You know, yeah, of course there's deliverance. There's plenty of scripture talking about deliverance of Yehovah. But I want us in that place of rehearsing. How are we rehearsing? <clears throat> and also, how do we respond to the victories that the Father gives us? This is what we are looking at in this portion of scripture. So, Father, I want to thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for your word, that your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, we need you more than anything. You are a God who gives us hope, even in the midst of despair, in the midst of challenges, in the midst of, <clears throat> the midst of brokenness, whatever we face. 
you are able, you will carry us through. So I pray as we spend time in your word today that you will minister to everyone that's tuning in today and that you will uh, bring words of encouragement, words of strength to every heart in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Let's start with a drink of water. All right. Excellent. <clears throat> okay. Right, so let's just press in here uh, to this scripture. And, you know, like, like we said, who is Elohim to me? How are we rehearsing the victory that the Father has for us? What will the Father do? As we see from verse 4 on in uh, Psalm 18, we see that the Father will move heaven and earth on your behalf. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. This is why it's important we're standing upon the promises of Yehovah. Father, we stand on your promises. Hallelujah. It talks about crying to Yehovah. He helped me from his temple, from his location, not a temple on earth. Because when David was writing this, there was no temple on the earth. It was just a tabernacle. But he's talking about from the very presence of Yehovah. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're facing, and he is able to come and be the answer in the midst of everything that you're going through. And of course, we see this in Yeshua. He came, he paid the ultimate price that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And when we recognize it's not about who we are or our ability and, you know, what does the devil want to do today? He wants to break you down to say that you are worthless, that you have no purpose here on earth. And this word that we see from the life of David is stand on the promise, identify that you are born for such a time as this. The Father has a plan for your life today. Don't give up. You're on the edge of or the brink of a miracle. You're in that place to see his glory manifest. And then in the verse 20 and what we shared on yesterday, we talked about why should I be delivered? And, you know, we learned quite an incredible message yesterday as we went through that because it's not just about, uh, you know, it's just God's grace. He's, I can live however I like. He's going to carry me through. No, he expects us to be pursuers of his word, of his will. And as we pursue him with everything that we are, guess what will happen? We will see that the Father will richly bless us in accordance with our faithfulness. So there's victory in store for you and me if we will remain faithful, if we will stand upon the promises. In fact, if you're facing challenges and you're going through turmoil and facing events within your life that you think you have no idea how you're going to get through this, know this, that if you are faithful, you can have confidence that the Father sees how you walk. He sees the condition of your heart. He sees the passion that you have to be in His presence, and He will give you the authority to overcome. So everything we're talking about here in this psalm, we're dealing with spiritual warfare. We're dealing with what's going on within our lives, within our hearts, in the midst of the things that we face. I love what we read yesterday in verse 28. Oh, Yehovah, keep my lamp burning, my Elohim, 
turns my darkness into light. So even when things are out of my control, out of my ability, you have a God who says, I'm there for you. I'm going to make a way for you. And the question is, what type of life are we shaping? Are, are, are we submitting and surrendering our lives before Yehovah so that what is being shaped is what he is shaping in us? And if there's one thing I want us to get hold of in this time within the scripture is that we become sponges in the presence of Yehovah. That we soak up what the Father wants to do in our lives, what he wants to say to us. That we will understand the importance of who he is. That we recognize that as this word is going forth, it's a word of encouragement to rescue us. To bring us to that place that if he can give victory to David, the victories you have in your life, the Father wants you to celebrate those victories. Think about the great things that he has done. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We've got so much to give thanks for. And if you're a new believer in Yeshua, let me tell you something. Walk with people who are walking in the Spirit so that you can experience the life of the Spirit. So you won't just have the testimonies of what's going on in the lives of others, but you'll identify the testimony of Yehovah within your life, within your heart. Because this is the day of the glory of Yehovah. We live in very dark times today, and as the world is getting darker, what do we see? Father, there's so much going on in the world around me, I don't know if my light can make a difference. And what does the Father say? I'm going to keep your lamp burning. Well, what does that mean? The purpose of God within your life. I'm going to keep that purpose alight. I'm going to keep the promises I have given to you uh, uh, on fire. You know, I'm going to turn your darkness to light. I'm going to show you in that place where you don't know what way to turn. I'm going to give you direction, says Yehovah. And this is so important. And like I said, I've felt such an urgency as I've been sharing this message over these few days because we stand in the gap and we recognize that there's so many people are hopeless in their walk, they are facing challenges in life and they just don't know what the answer is. And we've got to keep coming back to the word and seeing that even if there is delay to the promises of God over your life. And we've all been there. You know, it, it, it can be so uh, disheartening when we say, Father, I know that your plan is for me to prosper. Your plan is for me to be blessed. Your plan is for me to be effective for your kingdom. But this spirit of delay... These demonic assignments, these challenges within life, they're holding me back. And as we come into this next section, you know, from verse 31, what do we see? I want to read, obviously, just from verse 30 before we move into it. The last verse we shared, you know, we talked about the greatness of his faithfulness. He is faithful. It says in verse 30, as for Elohim, his way is perfect the word of Yehovah is flawless. His way is perfect. So, you know, if we will align ourselves with the perfection of Elohim, the maturity of his spirit dwelling within us, if we will embrace the perfection of God, 
that you know you can trust, you can have reliance on him. No matter what you see before you, look, we, we like to analyze things for what we see in the natural realm. But what's the father saying? I want you to see my word and the power of my word within your life. I want you to stand upon my word for my way is perfect. My word, the word of Yahovah is flawless. He is the shield of all who take refuge in him. So what are you going through today? Are you in the place of pain today where you just feel like there is no hope, there's no way forward? And hear the word of Yehovah. My God wants to be your shield. If you will take refuge in him, you will see the victory. So in this next section, what do we see? We, we see David going back to rehearsing, you know, the, the breakthrough of Yehovah within his life. We see this rehearsing that's taken place, this transformation that takes place. And, you know, we're going to start reading on this. And, you know, he talks about how he has seen the power of Yehovah overcome. So before we read into this section, I want to encourage you, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, for though we walk in the flesh, so, you know, we don't dismiss where we're walking. We're walking in the flesh, but we have to identify we're not waging war according to the flesh. And hear the word of Yehovah right now. This is so important. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're dealing with that which is in the spirit. And it goes on in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse uh, 3. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. So we are rehearsing the deliverance of Yehovah within our lives. And the first thing we've got to do is set ourselves up in the midst of what we are facing. Set yourself up in the midst of what you're going through to realize that you have authority in the Spirit. You are uh, walking in this world, but you are walking in this world with the authority of a mighty Elohim. You know, you are going to have divine power to destroy strongholds. But if you dismiss the supernatural... If you dismiss what's going on in the spirit realm, how are you going to overcome? How are you going to have victory within your lives? And I want us to get to that place that we recognize that we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion that raises itself against the knowledge of Elohim. What have we got to do? We've got to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient to Messiah. So... As we deal with the strongholds, as we deal with what's going on in our mind, recognize that the devil wants to take you down. He wants you in depression. He wants you down. He doesn't want you to live the life that the Father has planned for you. And our focus is to identify how to uh, overcome by the Spirit. So we're going to move, you know, you know, one of the things I was thinking about here and uh, what we were, were reading is in the importance of I cried to my God for help from his temple. I came before him 
and his ears could hear me. What do we see? This importance of submitting ourselves before Elohim. It's a verse we shared a few days ago from James chapter 4. Submit yourselves therefore before Elohim. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. We have got to resist the devil and he will flee. So we recognize the area of our warfare. So what do we see in verse 31? For who is Elohim beside Yehovah? And who is the rock except our God? And what do we understand about the rock of our salvation, the rock of Yeshua? We recognize there is no other God. For who is God beside the Lord? Who is God beside the Lord? There is no other God. We are not called to have any other God before us in Psalm 86. There is none like you among the small g gods, O Yahovah, nor are there any works like yours. We can have confidence in who he is. So we've talked in the, the previous section about, you know, being delivered. What does this path of deliverance look like? Now we're moving back into the victorious statements of seeing the victory. And David, he has written this psalm from the place of victory as he's overcome his enemies. As we see in the beginning, if you haven't listened to the previous, I encourage you go back to the other parts. But he said, you've delivered me from the hands of all of my enemies and from the hands of Saul. And David's in that place of the victory. And, you know, this Sam is here, and, and he, he's not just keeping this, hiding this victory within himself. He's like, I want you to sing this. I want you to know this word. I want this word to be your strong foundation in the midst of the things that you face. Who is Elohim beside the Lord? And who is the rock? You know, where, where is my safety? There is no other beside our God. He equips us. He stands with us. And, you know, we see in the book of Isaiah 45, just thinking in that scripture, let me just look at that a second. In Isaiah 45, it says in verse 4, For the sake of Jacob, my servant, of Israel, my chosen, I summon you by name. And, you know, this chapter is talking about using Cyrus, using the ungodly for the will and the purpose of Yehovah. I summoned you by name. I bestow on you the title of honor, though you do not acknowledge me. I am Yehovah and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me. So we see the authority of Yehovah. The strength of God, it goes beyond if you're accepting or in agreement with him. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in God. He is strong and his strength will come through. It doesn't matter if your faith <laughs> is faithless. He will remain faithful. If you're losing your faith, you're losing your trust, you're losing your strength. God says, I'm here for you. I'm going to lift you up. What did we read in Isaiah 40 a few days ago? He takes me out of the, the, the miry pit. That place where you can't get a grip to get out. You need this supernatural deliverance of a mighty God to get you out of there. To put you on that firm place. What's that firm place? On the rock. Hallelujah. 
And that's what we see. We see the power of the rock of Yeshua in Deuteronomy 32. For their rock is not as our rock. Our enemies are by themselves. So the strength we have in Yahovah is far greater than the strength that your enemy has in this world system. So it doesn't bar matter how big the army, how big the conflict that is before you. If God be for you, who can be against you? And this is why I want to put this point across. Yahovah, his way is perfect. His word is flawless. He loves you. You are coming through. This is the day of your deliverance, says Yahovah. Stand upon the promises of Yahovah to see the deliverance of a mighty God. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid because you are going to see the deliverance of Yahovah within your life. So in 32, uh, it is Elohim who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. So what did we see before? We see the perfection of who he is. Then we see God arming us. And I want you to picture this right now, being armed. And we have the great example of what we see in Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, you know, and again, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with spiritual warfare. In Ephesians 6 verse 11, Put on the whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. So why is God equipping me? Why is he strengthening me? He arms me with strength. What's his focus in doing this? Why is he equipping me? Why is he making my way blameless? He's saying, I am for you. I am for you. This is the victory cry. This is the time for, for us to stand in the victory. But when we look at the victory of David in this psalm, we don't hear David saying, look at me, I'm awesome. Look at what I've done. What do we see? We identify that the victory comes from Yahovah. It's the strength of the Lord. So in that verse before last week where we talked, our last uh, session, we talked about uh, scaling the wall uh, of the fortified city or coming up against the troops of the enemy. I can take them on singly-handed. Why? Because I know who my God is. I know that He is able. He strengthens me. He makes my way perfect. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from Elohim. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's God who arms me. So it's not about my pride of look at me and look at what I am accomplishing. No, we understand who we are. And this is what we see in Psalm 91. You know, I will say of my Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Do you want to see victory in your life? Are you rehearsing the deliverance of Yehovah? Picture God's deliverance within your life. Do you see it? 
Are you ready for the victory? Are you ready? Because if we will meditate on the word, stand upon his promises, we will see the strength of Yehovah overtake us. And, you know, Second Samuel 22, where we see almost a duplicate of Psalm 18. It says, Elohim is my strong refuge, and he has made my way blameless. Okay? So, you know, he's my... Uh, strong refuge so we see here that he's equipping me with strength then in in uh, second samuel in, in this portion he says he's my strong refuge and he has made my way blameless if we will hide in him we will experience the victory of yahovah you know my god is my strength so what do we see here in the midst of this? We are seeing the shield. Hallelujah. He is a shield, verse 30. You know, uh, he, he arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect, right? What are we seeing in, in Psalm 28? It says, Yahovah is my strength and my shield. So his strength and shield comes hand in hand. Don't forget how important this is. If Elohim is for you, who can be against you? The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, uh, and with my song I give thanks to him. Let the praise of Elohim rise up from your heart. Oh, be encouraged, brothers and sisters, as we're listening to the word, as we identify. It is Elohim who ar arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. I am blameless before him because of the work of Yeshua the Mashiach. Yeshua the Messiah has brought me to that place where he is transforming who uh, I am. Yahovah reigns. He is robed in majesty. Yehovah is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. That's what we see in Psalm 93. The works of God will come to pass. They're not going to just fall on the floor. They're going to come to pass. And this is what I rejoice in. I'm rehearsing in Elohim's deliverance. God, I thank you. You're a God who delivers me. You have called me for such a time as this, and let this be your call. Don't let the devil rob your joy. Don't let him steal the promise from you. He is able to carry you through. So, so what? You're going through tough times. So what? Life is difficult. You know, life is fragile, but are we handling it with prayer? You know, I used to have that picture on my wall. Life is fragile. Handle it with prayer. You don't know how many days you have. Let's be faithful to fulfill the promise of Yehovah in our lives today. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. Oh, when I think about this scripture, you know, he makes my feet uh, like the feet of a deer. You know, you ever been walking up uh, on the edge of a cliff? You know, uh, I was at um, uh, Ramat in the, the desert, one of the biggest craters in the Israeli desert. And, you know, you've got these, uh, I can't remember what they're called, they're like deer, elk type things. 
they're bouncing around all over the rocks and jumping down. And when you're standing on the edge, it's hundreds of feet, sometimes even more. And it can be very freaky, yet these uh, uh, deer are just bouncing around. It's not deer, I can't remember the word. The word will come to me in a second. Uh, uh, whatever, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, they're, they've got that footing. They're able to bounce around. They naturally can be on what looks to us like the edge of death, yet they are secure. And what's the Father saying? That even when you're in that place where, you know, you're on the edge, you're thinking, how am I going to get through? What do we see? We see that the Father, He makes my feet like the feet of the deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. You're not going to be afraid in the high places. You're not going to be afraid. I'm, I'm going to give you that sure footing. Hallelujah. In Habakkuk 3, it says, Elohim, Yehovah is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on the high places. You know, he makes me tread on the high places. Do we understand what it is like to be on those high places? Hallelujah. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32, He made him ride on the high places of the land and ate the produce of the fields, and he suckled him with honey out of the rock of the oil of the flinty rock. Hallelujah. So we see the blessings that come from the high places. And what's so important about the high places? What is it about the high places that we need to identify? Why do you need to get to the high places? Why can't we just be in the valley of blessing? You know, the richness of the valley, of the produce of the valley, the more higher you get, the, rest, the, 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 the less fruitfulness you see as you go upon the heights. It can be beautiful and warm in the valley, and as we start to get on the heights, we get those higher temperatures. And as we really get high, we move into colder temperatures as well. <clears throat> but what's important about the heights? It's your view. It's your viewpoint, how you see your life, how you walk for Yehovah. Do we walk with His understanding, with His greatness uh, within our lives. You don't have to be scared to be on those high places. He will enable you to stand on the heights. So, you know, Father, take us to those high places. Let us see as you see. That's what I want for my life. Is that what you want? When Abraham first came to the land, he took him on the high places and he showed him the land of the Canaanites, the land of Israel. This is the land that I'm going to bless you with. I'm going to give you this. So if you can get to the heights, you can see that for which the Father has promised you. <clears throat> so let's see it from a spiritual perspective. Father, what's the word for my life? What do you want to do for me? What have you called me to do? And how can I be effective for your kingdom? So stop looking down at your weaknesses and your inabilities and identify who he is. He trains my hand 
my hands for battle, my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Verse 34 of Psalm 18. He trains my hand for battle. You know, I love this. The training of God will give you authority beyond anything you could ever imagine in this world's system. It says my arm can bend the bow of bronze. <laughs> Just picture that. You know, in the natural, you're not going to bend a bow of bronze. But in the spirit, you will have superpowers. It's supernatural. You're empowered by the spirit. There's nothing in this world system that can stand in the way of the victory of a mighty God. So just take a moment and just say to the Father, I thank you that you have granted me victory. I have the victor living in me. I have authority to overcome. You give, uh, you give me your shield of victory and your right hand sustains me. You know, your shield of victory, this is what we're talking about. The victory that we proclaim within our life doesn't come from who we are but it comes from who he is. And I love that. Your right hand sustains me. You know, your strong arm, your right hand, that's the arm that pulls back the bow. It sustains me. You, you don't put forward your weak hand first, but you put forward the hand of your strength. And that's the hand that sustains me. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn. So the Father is going to take us to that place of that viewpoint. He's going to give you, uh, you know, uh, feet like the feet of deer that you will not slip and fall even in those high places. He'll restore your vision. He'll uh, give you answers and let you see that you are on time. You are in place. Do not be afraid. God is with you. He's going to enable you at this time. He is going to carry you through. Do not be afraid. Hallelujah. <laughs> the word I was thinking about was seeing the gazelle. It was the gazelle in Israel that we see uh, on the heights at uh, Engad and stuff. You see the gazelle jumping all over those cliffs and those high places. You never see them falling. They are... Uh, secure in those high places. I knew the word would come to me. Hallelujah. You stoop down to make me great. God says, I'm going to fight your battles for you. I'm going to help you overcome. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Verse 36. You broaden the path beneath my feet so that my ankles do not turn. I'm going to give you a firm place to stand. I'm going to set my road before you. And what do we know about our God? He makes a way where there is no way. So you might be facing impossibility. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of the impossible. Embrace the impossible and proclaim the word of Yahovah. Father, I'm coming through in Yeshua's name. I have the victory in Yeshua's name. I will see the blessings of Yahovah within my life. My ankles will not turn. I have the road laid before me. Hallelujah. You turn my darkness into light. You keep my lamp burning. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at me. It doesn't matter the deep dark 
darkness, he tries to put on me, God, you are able and I will stand. You are able and I will stand. My ankles will be strong, they will not turn. Verse 37, I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. And this is what we've got to understand. You know, we're not just called to be reactive to the works of Yehovah, uh, to the response of the enemy. Um, you know, but what we are called to do is pursue the enemy. And this is what we need to do in our outreach, in our witness. Don't hide uh, your faith. Share it. Spread your faith. What are you going to do to make uh, a difference for the kingdom? Understand the calling of God on your life and be effective with it. Hallelujah. I pursued my enemies. Who, who is my enemies? Who are they? They are the enemies of my God. We are servants of the Most High. We come against evil in this world. We pray for those who are so suicidal. We pray for those who are broken, that we will see their lives saved, that they will come into the fullness and the purposes of Yehovah. Verse 38, I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my adversaries bow at my feet. Even your enemies are going to have to come and submit before you because of God. So, you know, Father, this is Yeshua praying in, in John 17. They, they may be in the world, but they're not of the world. I'm not coming to take them out of the world, but help them. Uh, in the world to overcome. Hallelujah. We are here for such a time as this to bring the kingdom. Hallelujah. Your adversaries, your enemies will bow at your feet. They'll come and submit and say, wait a second, we have no power over the authority of God within your life. So sickness, you have to go right now in Yeshua's name. What are you dealing with in your life? Are you being tormented in your mind? Hear the word of Yehovah. Be supernaturally delivered. If you're sick, place the hands on the power of your body where you're sick. And we proclaim healing in Yeshua's name. Adversaries, strongholds, sicknesses. Go now in Yeshua's name. We choose to walk in the victory of Yehovah in the fullness of his blessing. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them to, uh, to Yehovah, but he did not answer. Oh, they cried even to God. But if you won't humble yourself before God, how will you experience salvation and deliverance? Even the enemies will recognize the authority of who God is within this world and within our lives. So we stand in that place today of the victory of Yehovah. I feel that this is, you know, this is just the verse we're going to get up to today. And I want to encourage you as we go through the victory, I want take a moment and identify where are the victories in your life. What should you be praising God for right now for what he has done for you? If you're in that place of brokenness, you're being tormented in your mind. The devil's telling you you're no good. You have no purpose. Hear the word of Yehovah. Stand strong. 
and experience the deliverance of Yehovah. God cares for you. He will move heaven and earth on your behalf that you will be free. And we've got to pursue him in that place. Don't believe the lie. Don't allow the devil to rob you of the blessings that God has in store for you. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is truth. We rejoice in the victory that we have in Messiah. We rejoice in who you are. We cry for help. And we know that you will be with us. And when our enemies... Yeah, when they recognize who you are, may your name be glorified. We pray that people will come to salvation. They'll come to recognize the goodness of who you are. That they will not, in their arrogance, think that they can do it in their strength. But we, as a people, will demonstrate the victory of a mighty God to this broken generation. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. Take a moment to share this word. Who do you know that needs to hear this word today? And don't forget to share your faith. Don't forget to rejoice in the victories that the Father has given you. And don't forget to recognize who God is. It's not because of who we are that we have the victory. It's not because of what we have accomplished, but we recognize the hand of Yehovah over every aspect of our life. Be blessed. If this word has been a blessing to you, you can email me, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. I'd love to hear your testimony and how this word is ministering to you. If you want to support the ministry and the work that we do, go to bulldozeoffaith.com. You'll see the giving section there. There's a link within the description of this broadcast as well. If you're listening by podcast, thanks for joining with us. Please email me and tell me where you're listening, uh, what part of the world you're in. And for those who are on Facebook and YouTube, we bless you in Yeshua's name as well. Until next time, shalom, shalom.